All right, here's the situation. Somebody close to you that you care about. All right, it could be a husband, wife, brother, sister, co-worker, cousin, kid maybe, is doing something so egregious, something you find so obnoxiously gross and offensive, no matter what it is. They pick their nose, they talk too loud, whatever it is. You just can't deal with it anymore. But, like I said, and this is key to the whole conversation, you care about this person. How do you bring it up to them to get it to stop? And by the way, I've got a whole list also coming up here of some of those most egregious habits that <laughs> people just can't stand. Before we even get into that situation, because we've all dealt with it, and maybe you're dealing with it now, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. Life Solutions with me, Bill Adams. Thanks for finding the podcast, the social media pages. Give the Facebook page a like, too, and reach out to me anytime you like. But let's get into it, because it's something that is so incredibly common, and yet almost everybody... And, and I had to include, my, include myself in this category too, has a hard time dealing with it. Because the key here is it's driving you crazy. It's a, it's a habit that maybe is just obscure. Most people don't find it being a, a problem. But it drives you nuts. And somebody who does it is somebody you care about. I mean, think about the situation. Somebody's doing something obnoxious or gross or, you know, smelly or loud or obnoxious. If you don't care about the person, no problem. You have no problem telling him off. And that's a communication skill too, right? The problem arrives when you do care about the person. You want to be sensitive about it. You want to, you know, make sure you don't hurt their feelings and still have a working relationship maybe or or a romantic relationship. But you got to get this habit to stop because it's driving you nuts. Especially when, and you parents know exactly what I'm talking about with this, if you have teenagers. And if you're like me and I've got, I've had teenage girls in my house, they're very very sensitive to personal criticism. So factor that into the mix too. All right, let's get to it. What do you do when somebody's habit is becoming your problem? It's two things to deal with here. First of all, approach it with what we always talk about. What are the three areas of communication power? There's always three areas. How you interact with yourself, another person, and the outside world. Let me just repeat that. The three areas of communication power we always talk about. How you interact with yourself, another person, and the outside world. In this particular case, to try to get somebody else's habit that drives you nuts to stop, it's two of those categories you're dealing with. The other person, obviously, you know that, right? This may surprise you. You've also got to conquer the communication aspect of dealing with yourself with this problem. So let's start with that one. Number one. How do you deal with yourself when you're trying to get somebody else's annoying habit to stop? First of all, get rid of the guilt. You've got to tell yourself. Put yourself in third person if you have to. You're not a bad person for wanting this habit to stop, even if it's something really, really obscure and and bizarre. I mean, this person wears like brown shoes all the time, whatever. No one would be bothered by that, but it bothers you to the point where you can't like function around that person. Don't feel guilty about actually feeling that. doesn't mean you're a bad person. Just address it. Here's the other area where you got to deal with yourself if you're trying to get somebody else to stop a, a habit that you find annoying. you got to make darn sure, like really sure, that you're not doing the exact same thing and you're not even aware of it. <laughs> it's really key. Or something just as obnoxious to that person. We'll get into that in a second. Okay. Number one, get over the guilt. Tell yourself you're not a bad person for being annoyed by this. It's your personal feeling. It is what it is. And number two, you have to make sure 
you don't do the same thing and you just don't know it yet, right? And once you get past that, now you're ready. <laughs> you're ready to deal with this with the other person, no matter who that is. And like I said, it could be anybody, coworker. And this happens a lot. I hear from people all the time with this stuff. Coworkers drive me nuts. We're on the same team. Got to deal with this person, whatever it is. There are the ways to deal with it. Humor, probably most effective. I would rank that number one to be able to deal with it. Say, hey, um, <laughs> you know, can you stop picking your nose? You silly fool. You're driving me crazy. We're on a security camera. Come on, dude. Whatever, right? Humor. If you know that person is up to be able to deal with humor, and it's they've got a sense of humor as well. The direct approach. If you're dealing with somebody that's used to being dealt with directly, say, you know what? That's you know, when you're eating here, when we're in the small workplace, it's 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 just trying to kind of driving me crazy. Can you just tell me when you're gonna eat out? I'll make an adjustment. I, I can walk down the hall or can you tell me when that's happening? Not only the direct approach, sometimes there's the way to direct approach. And only deal this with only take this approach when you deal with somebody that's totally fine. You know this person, totally fine with being dealt with in a really, really direct way. Where it's, I mean, the conversation literally goes like this. Listen, you gotta stop doing this with your pen, or I'm gonna jump out that window. You gotta stop like now, please. I'm begging you. What can I do to help you stop this? That's the way way direct approach. Sometimes, and I don't recommend this at all, to be honest with you, if it's an office situation, sometimes you got to go through an HR thing. You got to deal with that. It's a, an office email to make it an official request so that, you know, you don't hurt anybody's feelings. Sometimes you're forced and backed into a corner where you got to deal with a problem that way. Sometimes you have to. But again, even when you write the email, make it in a conversational, direct, non-offensive kind of way. You got to do it that way. Special concern to all of us, and so many of us are parents, and when you're dealing with a kid or a loved one or a coworker, and when you're dealing with this where you really, really don't want to turn that person off, but again, you're just at the point now where you got to deal with this habit that they have, start with love and, and, and make sure you remind them of how much you love them or how much they mean to you, whatever it is, but bring up the concern. And you can even say it's like, honey, you know, when you do that, when you talk back to the TV constantly, or you're like rewinding when I'm trying to watch a show, can you just do me a favor? You know, let me watch it through once and then I'll accommodate your needs, whatever it is. Can, can you, can you do this for me? Cause I want to enjoy this with you or whatever the example is, whatever it is, the key with that in any personal relationship, especially with kids, teenage kids, angst ridden kids who are full, who are full of self doubt and, you know, uh, criticism anyway, they hear all the time. Tell them and remind them how much they love you and just ask them nicely with a favor because I think you're going to be surprised at how often <laughs> they'll actually help you out with the situation. And again, all of this comes down to you just can't really deal with it anymore and you find yourself going crazy because of whatever their habit is. All right, with all this said, you got through all of this. You got over the guilt yourself. You made sure that you're not doing the same habit. You approached it with whatever you think matches that person's personality. You think you've made some progress? That's awesome. I'm just warning you, comes with a price. Dealing with somebody else's habit that's driving you nuts is going to come with something you got to be prepared for. Number one, some blowback. It may not go, you may stop the habit. It may be great. You know, you may stop your friend from like clicking his pen or uh, picking his nose or, you know, shuffling his feet too much or, or making too much noise or grinding his teeth, whatever it is in the office, Wh whatever you're talking about. That's, that's not the important part. You may stop the habit and still 
they may be mad at you for a while. But you got to be prepared for that. Because again, what you decided was the most important part was stopping the habit that's driving you nuts. The second part is be prepared for another thing. Something may come up about you that you don't particularly like that <laughs> you didn't you weren't aware that you were doing. And it's been driving them crazy too. Because it's fair game. You brought this up to them. It's totally open and it's totally fair for them to criticize something about you. Just be prepared for that. Because that's fair. And be honest with you, this may be the opportunity they were waiting for to bring up something about you that's been driving them crazy. Just be prepared for it. And remember, it's fair game. All right. All of this stuff with work, trust me, just just deal with it with tact and those processes, and it's going to work out. All right, I promised you this, and this is interesting. This is what kind of led me to this is to start thinking about this stuff. They did a national survey about the closest of all relationships, right? A dating relationship or a marriage relationship, something in a romantic relationship. And they did a survey of thousands of people across the country, and they asked them the top 10 specific turnoffs, kinds of things we've been talking about, but in a relationship that are so bad to you, you'd actually dump somebody over. You know what number one was? Body odor. Uh, Number one, clear as day, not even anything closer came to it, which is pretty understandable. 24% of the people that responded said they could never even date somebody who consistently smelled bad in their eyes. Keep it in mind, they may not even know that they smell. How about number two, pretending to be more knowledgeable about something than they really are? Mm-hmm. Number three, totally understandable. I agree with a lot of these. Being rude to waiters. How about living in filth? Now, that's just gross. That's understandable. Can't deal with that. Being overbearing and rude in general, sure. Dirty fingernails showed up as a top 10 turnoff that somebody would actually dump somebody over. I understand that. Being too clingy. We got to talk about that in a future podcast, by the way. Bad teeth. Sometimes you can't help that, but sometimes you can. Double texting. You know, they didn't get back to you in time, so they send you multiple, like, passive-aggressive texts. And number 10 on the list, being a loud talker. Big turnoff for a lot of people. All right, now that you know how to deal with all that, just remember, be fair, because it's something about you that somebody else doesn't like either. In the meantime, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being with me on the The Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Again, Social media, you can always find us wherever you search for The Cool Dad Rules. Reach out to me on uh, Instagram and Facebook as well for ideas and topics and comments. Make sure you give it a follow and a like. And also share in the podcast. Always appreciate that. All right. Go deal with somebody else's habit. Thanks for hanging out with me. We'll talk to you soon.